Welcome to Uncut. This is Neroli Salon and Spa's podcast, where we share all the latest in beauty, fashion, and Milwaukee. Hey guys, it's me, Sydney. When it comes to men in Milwaukee, Neroli strives to meet all your grooming needs. It isn't just our hot tea, the two shampoos, and the hot towel around your face that keeps you coming back for more. We take the time to do a thorough consultation and design a haircut that will make you feel your best. It's almost summer. I know it's hard to believe considering the weather that we've had, but it's almost here. So with that, who doesn't need a change? So it's the perfect time for the men of Milwaukee to start thinking about a fresh new look. I got a chance to talk to Des, an expert in men's grooming, and talk about haircuts, hair color specifically designed for men, and facial hair. So take a listen. All right. Well, thanks for being here, Des. I really appreciate you coming. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on here. I'm excited. I'm a podcast listener. You are. And this is my first podcast that I've ever been on. Oh, my God. That's awesome. Yes. Some people hate when they hear their voices back. I'm really nervous about that. I'll be honest. (laughs) I was thinking, like, am I going to listen to this? Yeah, but usually w- when people listen, they're like, oh, my voice. I was like that for a long time. And then you kind of just get used to it somehow. You just, sound great. Oh, so. well, you know, but when I you know, hear your but... own, it's just like when you see yourself like on camera and I you're know. like, oh, my God, where did that double chin come from? I know. <laughs> I have a whole thing about this. And girl, I ain't getting any younger. So it's not <laughs> So I guess I should be grateful that I don't have to see myself for the podcast. Just hear me. <laughs> right. Actually, I was. There is a secret camera over there. And over oh. there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I should have dressed nicer. Oh, you're dressed nice. Look at me. (gasps) So how long have you been in the industry? I think this year marks 15 years since I graduated from beauty school. But I will still count the beauty school year. I always do. So I always do too. Isn't that so funny? Got to. I was kind of I mean, it's true, right? Yeah. I always, you know why I did it? Because when I first started doing hair in a salon, I did not want to tell the person that I'd only been doing hair for two months. Exactly. So instead I added a year on top. Of course. (laughs) So you always do. And I advise that. I mean, you know, I teach people that are new in the industry. And so I'm always saying, you know, like round up. Feels exactly. good. Your everyone's going to know the secrets now. I know. But they're <laughs> really, clients just want a confident hairdresser. Right. And if you're confident after two months, I mean, we know more than the client does, right. even very early on. Yeah. So that's all guests really want because it, it kind of makes you feel calm when you're right. in someone who's like, I got you, girl. Yeah, like, you do. You're going to look good. Especially if it's done. your first appointment with someone and then they're, if they're mm-hmm. like, you know, just being all nervous and everything. You're like, oh no, I'm out of here. Like this person you is not doing my hair. Yeah, you do. You you totally want to run. So plus, we all have years of experience before school because most of us were doing hair at right. home. I mean, I was wrapping mm-hmm. my cousin's hair and. Reynolds wrap in the bathroom oh and my God. cutting my college roommate's hair into a pixie <laughs> with dull scissors. And I never did that. Oh. Like I never did the I. I never did the hair. What I always did was people's makeup, yeah. which is weird. I mean, I guess I there's been times in salons where I've gone through phases where I've been a makeup artist or something. Well, I wouldn't even consider myself an artist, but like had done makeup for a period of time or something like that. I was never in. I never did the hair. Isn't that weird? Mm-hmm. I, I would I do eyebrows too. Like I would pluck people's eyebrows. Oh, so I was because there's so <laughs> many people like that torture. need that. That's I'm saying. Oh, because I'm like yes. Yeah. Because I know I needed some help. I didn't know. <laughs> I didn't know. I wish I would have had a friend pluck my eyebrows. I've already noticed that my five-year-old daughter has a little unibrow. 
isn't that in isn't it bad that i'm like looking like oh no what are we gonna do about this (laughs) i don't know i my daughter's too little yet and i have boys but oh yeah how old's your daughter she is two and a half oh so there's like not much of a unibrow Mm -hmm. but i think it's it's tough it's tough when you're both boys and girls like we have to teach them the art of grooming We have to teach them self-care. That is important. Mm -hmm. And where vanity, where that line sits, I don't know. I don't know the answer. I worry about it. I wonder that too, because sometimes my daughter will go into a mirror and she'll be like doing one of those where she's like really like doing the shoulders and kind of like almost the duck lips. And I'm like, oh no, like you're not getting that from me, right? I mean, sure, I look at my clothes, but I'm not doing duck lips or anything like that. How is she getting that? Right. She must be getting it from me. She has to. Well, they see it. They figure it out. I mean, I know my daughter loves taking selfies because we are taking so many pictures of her every day. Yeah. When you were in cosmetology school, what was in style for <sighs> hair? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I remember. Um, so mainly for women, I was more in touch with what was in style for women at that time. But we would do these huge contrasting hair color stripes. Oh, no. Like Kelly Clarkson? Yeah, but even bigger. No. <laughs> oh, no. So it'd like be like four back-to-back and foils. Black. Yes. <laughs> it was like a full half-inch, inch slice. I remember that, too. Yep. And they would only go like halfway down the hair because you would cut the layers so short. I didn't really know what I was doing. But, no, um, no. I distinctly remember in beauty school, we did um, the fashion show back then. Yeah, I don't remember if it was to raise money for water or if we just did it for fun, but it was kind of like the big end cap to your school experience. Right. And it's so cool, too. I did this whole performance. Like, I broke a bottle of alcohol. On, what? Like, it was all fake, but like oh on the side of the railing in the bar, and then like I fake razor cut this girl's hair. Oh my God, was it like the techno music or what? Probably. I don't remember. <laughs> it was so terrible, but I remember she had like black and white stripes in her little haircut. Oh, and wow. I thought it was pretty cool. Wow. At the time. Actually, and you're talking about, did you go to IBW too? Yes. Institute of Beauty and Wellness. Okay. So they have a, I never got to participate in this because I went to a different school, but they have a, is it called a trash and show? Or? They do. Now it's a trash and show. Okay. So they so take, they take like, yeah, trash and like all kinds of stuff and they make these awesome dresses. It's amazing. And hair and makeup. If you ever have a chance to look it up, it's, it's, it's unbelievable. Yeah. So this is like the early conceptions of that. And it was, um, it, I mean, it's fun. It's super fun. And especially when you're being birthed into this industry, like you just have so much creativity right. like coming out of your, you know, your ears. Of your ears. <laughs> right. Let's talk about men and men's grooming because you're an expert in this field. You're like our guru, our men's guru. <laughs> I'm going to call you that. So you Thanks. teach men's classes. I've actually mm-hmm. taken one with you before. So let's talk a little bit about the trends that we're seeing. Okay. At least for 2019, jumping right into it, what do you think you're seeing that is different from the last couple of years? Well... I mean, I will say I'm starting to see the change, but it is it is fresh. Like I it mean, is, I know. Yeah, yep. it's like just at least in the Midwest. Yeah. Um, but you know, trends they sort of 
they don't exist in a vacuum for the most part. You know, they're they're about what's been happening, what's happening in society and what's been happening in hair and fashion. And we saw over the last 10 years the rebirth of barbering. Right. Yeah. And it's interesting because that is how my career came to be as I started teaching, not necessarily barbering, but men's grooming, short haircuts, because it was back and it was relevant. And there was a lot of cosmetologists or hairdressers that just weren't well trained and needed education. And I was married to someone who had aggressively short hair and needed a haircut every three weeks. So you got real good real fast. I got real good real (laughs) fast. And um, of course, though, in teaching that work for so many years, the reason that people weren't well trained is because before that, the barbering industry had died. Right. And what had died about it or what had killed it off, I guess you could say, is um, long hair. So all the years that I've been teaching men's grooming, I've sort of known that at some point this, you know, love of short, classic faded hair would come to an end because if you look back in men's fashion over time, it is cyclical for a long time. Like before the 50s and 60s, there are periods of men wearing long hair. And so that's where we are in 2019. It is upon us. Um, It's starting to come back longer hair. Longer hair, messier hair. Right kind of undone. Mm -hmm. And there is something, I I mean, I've enjoyed this for a long time, many, many years. There is something incredibly sexy. And I use that word, I'll use it with clients because who doesn't like to look sexy? sexy. Oh, yeah. There's something incredibly sexy about hair that looks like it never gets cut, Mm -hmm. but it's not really that long. Right. It's like the non-haircut haircut. Like Brad Pitt has worn this historically. Um, Even people like, you know, Hugh Grant years ago, it was longer and wavier, but it just never looks overly groomed. I do like the kind of natural wave or texture that looks, you know, like a longer on the top, but with a little bit of texture over the year. Yeah. 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 And so now we're seeing that. But even in shorter hair, like, Mm -hmm. you know, it'll be almost a fade, but it's kind of messy. And I had seen that there was, I think it was Ryan Gosling in a mm-hmm. picture and he was wearing this haircut, the effed up buzz That's cut. Good. Yeah. And it was, it was messed up. I mean, it was. it was no product, right? It didn't look like it had any product. Mm-mm. It was short on the sides, little tiny bit longer on the top. Yeah. And it looked almost choppy, like a kid. Yes. Like a mom cut the kid's hair. Yes. I mean, do you remember when we were kids, the Floby? Maybe no. you're too young. No. Oh my gosh. So there was like, well, and and like vacuums and haircutting in barbershop. There was that. I don't know if it was a trend or how big it was, but I know they existed. But they they were like when as seen on TV type products were new. Oh yeah. They had this thing called the Floby, oh, and it was like a vacuum. I, yes, I have and seen you that. Would, and that's when I looked at that, I thought like, oh, that looks like a Floby haircut. But I also thought it kind of looked great. And I, you know, I mean, it's a fine line. I don't know that I would really sell that haircut. I don't know that I would encourage a guest. I mean, Ryan Gosling is gorgeous. Yeah. And he hardly pulls it off. Well, (laughs) right. Just kidding. (laughs) No, I mean, 
He's handsome. He can do it. But, you know, haircuts are really an accessory more than anything. And they're meant to highlight features that we want to highlight and strengthen that. I don't even want to talk about receding other features, but really just kind of strengthen what's great. And that haircut's not going to do anything for most people. Right. Unless you're like sharply dressed and like, you know, to the T. Yes. What about what is a can you explain what a crew cut is? In in the men's industry, this is true in the women's industry, and it's it's a little bit of a it's kind of a soapbox, I guess, for me. But we love to use our technical jargon with our guests, you know. So we talk about crew cuts and we talk about fades, and right. then now we have so much information out there. You know, we have social media and magazines and just information right. everywhere. So everyone likes to throw around these words like crew cuts, bald fades, high fades, pompadours. Well, and the same happens with hair color too. Oh my gosh. All these different, have you heard of this? And I'm like, what? Yeah. And then I look it up and it's pretty much, you know, baby lights or it's like another name for the same thing. Exactly. As a hairdresser, I don't want to say to a guest, well, I'm going to give you a highlight. I mean, I'm going to give you a hair color with an effect that's going to reflect what we just discussed Mm -hmm. and what's going to help you feel great and feel like yourself. So for men, it's the same thing. But what crew cuts really get to the idea of just really, really aggressively short hair. And that's where we've been. And I don't necessarily think that's going away. Right. But when we get really short, that has more of a militant look. Right. It is classic in the sense that it's an old haircut that's been around for a long time. It's not classic in the sense that it's a strong, aggressive look. Mm -hmm. So you're not necessarily going to see um, maybe someone who works in business or someone who wants a a more prestigious haircut. Is is it more where it's it's not faded? It's like really short higher up it's it's really about how much skin okay. you see okay. how high on the head okay so yep. crew cuts getting you know we would say maybe above the eye as okay. far as skin exposure i feel like when i when i tr- when i attempt to fade my fades turn into crew cuts <laughs> like i started the the bone back there it's called the occipital bone and then i'm like oh yeah this is looking good and then 10 minutes later it's all the way up to like the top of their head I mean, yes. this is not my, on my guest because I don't do men's hair anymore. And this is the reason why. Uh-huh. But <laughs> I think we call that, um, you know, kind of chasing your guide a little bit. And that happens, you know, and it's funny because in training, we have to get to the point that we can cut that short confidently because we need, you know, a full body of work. So trends aside, you if you're going to be a hair cutter or hair designer cutting men's hair, you need to know how to cut something that's aggressively short, very high up. So a crew cut or flat mm-hmm. top or whatever. But yeah, I mean, most men, you feel so intimidated by, you know, essentially shaving their hair off and showing their scalp. And they, they'll they come back every time and be like, I loved it, you know, because it grows out really beautifully longevity in three Mm -hmm. days their hair looks longer Mm -hmm. so it's yeah we are so scared of it as hairdressers we're so scared of seeing the head but it's it's okay but we're just kind of coming away from that i just starting the other thing too is like longer hair kind of like bradley cooper in a star is born I was seeing Mm -hmm. you know just i mean not that that hasn't been in style because it has been Mm -hmm. but like you were saying that really short kind of tailored hair had come back in for a while now. And so now like the longer hair with um, a lot of product 
mm-hmm. you know, in the hair. Um, speaking of products, what do you suggest for different looks? The answer to that is, if I'm speaking with a guest, is products. Like just, yeah. I would in recommend general. using them. Yeah. You know, I mean, I think, especially as we start to get longer hair. So as I referenced before, you know, the barbershop tends to, or the idea of men's grooming. So, you know, we don't work at a barbershop, we work at a salon, but we like to make our salon an environment where men feel totally comfortable and they should, you know, we have a lot of really well-trained hairdressers that can cut men's hair really well. But our service in general, men or women, is really about education. It's about helping someone find a look that's right for them and helping them maintain it in the best way that they can, you know. And so when we start to add length to men's hair, a lot of times because they don't like to spend too much time styling or maybe don't know how because they've never been taught, right. it just sort of becomes this abandonment of grooming. And it, it sh- it's anything but. It's more hair. So it means more product. It means Mm, actually styling, maybe picking up a brush, a blow dryer. Right. There's a lot to be said for those those needs. And that is really our job is to educate them on exactly what's going to work best for them, given their lifestyle. How frequently are they shampooing? Mm -hmm. Um, What does their scalp condition look like? What is their hair texture like? Um, how do they like their hair to look and feel, you know, Mm -hmm. do they want it to move or do they want it to stay all day? Everyone's got different preferences and you know this, but I think guests really don't know this, that your hair is so greatly impacted by the environment. So what product you're going to use today is going to be different than what you're using this fall. Mm-hmm. So, but yeah. my simple answer to that, what product would just be more? I am always every day educating both the hairdresser and the clients, bigger scoop, more product. I mean, every day people say to me, I would never use that much product. Well, it helps. Product helps a lot. Right. It does. Mm-hmm. All right. Let's jump into a little bit of hair color. Oh, So we do men's gray blending, mm-hmm. which is a product that we it's not a product, but it's a hair color line that we carry. Yeah. I love it. Mm-hmm. Um, tell us a little bit about that. Well, I think the idea is really that as we're talking about hair being an accessory, the absence of color and, and even sometimes gray hair has blue tones in it. It's just not it's not necessarily super attractive always on skin. Yeah. And with eye color. And I think sometimes, you know, for sure people feel older when they have gray hair and, and, you know, they don't have to. Right. But traditional hair color lines can sometimes make the hair feel a little bit warmer, golden. Exactly. Or even yep. what some people would call red. I mean, we don't perceive it as right. red. Right. We call it warm. Warm, golden warm tones. red or gold in yes. eyes. But that kind of makes the hair look bigger and fuller and a little less natural. And it... it oftentimes can look really inappropriate on men. So this hair color is formulated specifically with tones that work better for men's hair to get rid of those kind of orangey tones. It looks completely natural. Totally. It's so great. And then it also is really fast because, you know, men are more typically used to a more efficient service. And it's also because they're wearing their hair so short, it grows out so quickly. So Mm -hmm. they really need to be getting their hair colored multiple times a month, potentially, you know, every two to three weeks, if they want to maintain no outgrowth, 
So to come into the salon and sit for 45 minutes for a process plus a hair color right. or haircut and shampoo, it's just too much. It is. So this this product, I mean, this service books at 15 minutes in addition to a haircut. So you can be in and out with your hair colored in an hour. Right. It's great. Right. It's really I love great. it. And it looks com- it looks so natural mm-hmm. and it just blends the gray right in and you could... You know, sometimes I'll even do like I have a man who has got longer hair and then I'll fade it into the sides and I'll keep, you know, some of the gray showing and then some towards the top a little bit more blended. And it just looks so natural and so good. And then he can go to his black tie event and feel more confident. And yeah. Yeah. And I mean, I think you're hitting on the key component of this is that we don't have to make the gray disappear with this. It can just be more of a um, kind of subduing it. We can remove it all the way too. I mean, right. there are options. It's it's a really flexible hair color line, but um, but if we just want it to look less sort of bright, right, exactly, and more subdued, so mm-hmm. I really I really like it. I mean, I have a number of guests who sometimes want their hair color to be more creative, more oh sure, you know, yeah, like blonding or things like that. And so this isn't necessarily for that. But well, let's talk about that. Yeah. There's that. The have blonde seen, hair. Okay, so have you seen Zach Efron with blonde hair? I think I seen, did actually just see oh, this picture not that long ago. Is it sure is his hair it. still long and blonde? Um no, not really long. It's it's short on the sides and a little bit longer on the top. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But I've seen a couple versions of this. Is his dark underneath? He's is, had both. He's yeah. had where, yeah, it was kind of dark underneath. The and sides. then he has a dark beard. And I'm like, I, oh, yeah, I, don't I know, know what you're talking about. I don't think I'm into I mean, it looks kind of cool, but it's not. As an artist, look, but... I think when it comes to blonde hair, you know, like, listen, I rarely say no. I'm always like, what the hell? Like, let's. <laughs> Sorry, I probably shouldn't be swearing. No, that's fine. That's fine. <laughs> I'm always, you know, why not? Like, this is a creative let's industry. It. Let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's right. try it. I mean, I've had some creative expressions of myself in the past <laughs> that maybe weren't the best idea. <laughs> Same here. <laughs> but, you know, I learned from them and it's a process of self discovery. And so I really, I always celebrate creativity. Yeah. But I will say there are times and it it depends, like if you have total freedom and flexibility in your look and no one's paying attention really, and you just can own whatever you want to do, then do it. Go for it. Do it because you might love it. And if you don't, then hey, at least you'll know. At least you tried. Yes. I will say though that when it comes to more classic, more commercial hair, bright blonde, is generally for the most part hard to make work. Subtle, like those kind of orange shades that we were talking about, which don't look orange, but kind of golden, Mm -hmm. you know, subtle, subtle, subtle Mm -hmm. dimension in the hair can be gorgeous. Yeah. Um, Do you feel like you do because you work on the east side, so you have a little bit of a different clientele than we do up in that one. Do you feel like you do a lot of color or in the salon in general on men? Like as far as like, subtle highlighting or more avant-garde or anything like that just out of curiosity I really I used to okay and then it's just you know I mean my guests have gotten older and they've gotten more subdued and I I had seen a picture of George Clooney recently too and can't say for sure but based on this picture he had a lot of gray in his beard and then none in his hair mm. but it looked really nice mm. and okay. i was thinking he probably had his had his color. hair colored and then maybe just not the beard but 
I thought that looked really good too. I do. I again, I I do like hair color for men, and like he, I always reference. You know, I think he's come away from it now, but Ooh. Steven Tyler oh, had uh-huh. like coal black hair forever. I think now he's showing some gray, but. Or even Tom Petty, when he was alive, was like this perfect golden blonde, the same oh, that he wow. was in 1970. Wow. But the key to men's hair color, like I have searched, find a picture with those guys in some outgrowth. Mm. There's none, you know, like you it's- really have to maintain it consistently. Right. And I think once you're committed, it's fabulous. The worst thing to see in hair color, worse than a bad blonde, is roots, is outgrowth. And a know? man. Anyone, really, I think. (laughs) With gray. (laughs) With gray in particular. You know, like, I think natural outgrowth is fine. But when right. it's gray and then the rest of your hair is black, oh, it just that looks really I color my roots to me. every three weeks. Yeah, I'm so sick of it. I know. <laughs> I think I'm going to go a little bit later to help blend it in, but yeah, yeah that's it's hard. That's it's typically hard. what we do, and that's what's hard with men is if they want to maintain that dark hair, like you're talking about with George Clooney, right? Then it's it's a lot gonna, of men. They're going to have to come in every three weeks. I know. Yeah, which I'm happy to have you. Come yeah, in. of course. <laughs> if you want to do it. Let's talk about facial hair. Oh, yes. I mean, that's a hot topic in <laughs> yeah. the last few years. Right. It's been big. So what what are you seeing that is changing or kind of coming in style? Well, I think really it's been here. So it's 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 come. Like now we've 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 spent some time with men wearing facial hair, which by the way, I love. I think I do too. Men like I never so thought great. that I would, but Oh, Maybe the older you get, it. the more you like it. I don't know. Well, and I mean, it can do so many positive things for face shape and yeah, bone structure. Right. And it's interesting. Well, just think about Jason Momoa. Yeah. Who just shaved his beard. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> Throw it back. Yeah, nice immediately. Try. Oh, poor guy. I feel so bad for him. I, I mean, he did it for a good cause. And then everyone's like freaked out. Yeah, like, no, grow well, we're, back. We're, we're, not, we're not nice humans sometimes. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We love to bring internet. people down sometimes. I know. Oh, yeah. Man. Yeah. But um, but my husband is like that in that, you know, like he really he looks far more attractive with his facial hair. So mm-hmm. and I know it's it's a lot for him. So that's the thing about it is that it requires a lot of maintenance. It can yeah. be uncomfortable for guys. And I think now beard grooming has really become a topic of conversation, which is great. So there's a lot of education out there about it. You know, so moisturizing the skin underneath, cleansing the beard, moisturizing the beard, um, yeah, using product and styling the beard. Right. You know, I mean, just to it, make it look a little softer. Oh or, yeah, or yeah. It, I mean, yeah. there are some men who are flat ironing their beards, or some men who what? are blow drying their beards. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, oh to get that perfect kind of quaffed shape. I mean, beard hair is kind of crazy. Yeah. So, um, and just like hair, you can take it to the level that you feel most comfortable and that works best with your style. So some men are going to have a more articulated beard with lines, you know, like Mm -hmm. the lines are going to be more firm. I will say I'm not a fan of like spray painting to make the line stronger, <laughs> what? but I fill in I didn't my, know that was a thing. Well, I fill in my eyebrows. So Same I'm like, here, well, yeah. maybe I'm wrong on that. But, you know, sometimes we, we tend to take fashion to the extreme. We all do. So, um, but that's a thing. 
Okay. Or some men, you know, really enjoy a more natural line. You know, that's probably more my client, more my aesthetic. Mm-hmm. Um, I think either can be beautiful and attractive and look sexy. Right. I also think, you know, beards can be really unattractive when the line is falling in the wrong place between the chin and the neck. Oh, it's unflattering. Oh my gosh, it can be terrible. It can be really terrible. So the onus is on, I mean, listen, if you're wearing a beard, get where, you know, however you're wearing your hair and your hair designer or stylist or barber is not educating you on where all of this should be to accentuate your features, you know, to me, that's a disservice. You know, Mm -hmm. we need to be really helping our guests understand how they can look and feel their best. And we've all been there. We've all had that experience where we're wearing something that doesn't fit quite right. You know, a beard shaved in the wrong line is like a hat that doesn't fit. Yeah. And like you're looking at yourself and you know. you can see like the... Like a chin underneath. The jowl. Yeah. And it's not, they don't, maybe don't even have that. It's just cut off in the wrong spot. Yes. I mean, oh, you can see worst. men that don't even have a jowl, but it looks like yes. they have one. Yes. It's so bad. So, um, you know, it should really be the line between your neck and your chin, which is further back and closer to your Adam's apple. Okay. And I would rather see more hair on the neck than not enough and it not fully covering the chin. Yeah. And then it can be, if you're not doing basic maintenance of moisture and cleansing properly, it can just be really uncomfortable. Your skin can get red and irritated and itchy underneath. Um, So that's an issue. Also, when the hair gets long, particularly around the mustache, if you're growing it out, then you're like, you have hair growing in your mouth and in your teeth. (laughs) Everyone's got a floss. What do you mean? Oh my gosh. And when, when hair designers are not maintaining that, it's, it's the same with like ear hair and nose hair. Yeah. If there are any hairdressers listening or your hairdresser is not trimming your nose hair or ear hair, please ask them to like the brows too, like the Einstein brows. brows, No, don't (laughs) let our men walk around like this, please. So, so yeah, the mustache growing into the mouth is, I always feel bad when I see guys like chewing on their mustache. Oh man. Please come home with me and I'll, I'll take care of your beard (laughs) for you. So I was seeing that for beards, because we have seen kind of this like lumberjack type look for a yeah, while the now. Yeah, full beard. But some of that is, it's going away a little bit now where it looks like a lot of the trends are a little bit shorter, still a yeah. full beard, but just more like kempt i guess like just like tighter a little bit i mean obviously it's there's going to be a lot of different looks that are in especially here in wisconsin where we want to keep warm yes i <laughs> kind of goes with our flannel shirts yeah we took the lumberjack beard pretty far yeah it was good but i liked it <laughs> i did too i mean i love all of them yeah i love like you know this easy top beard but that's really the key so it is shorter and it's a little more shaped um, and even when you look in barbering, like, again, the articulation, there's like really severe lines happening, but it's a lot about styling. That's what I think our guests are going to be surprised about. It's not it's just cut. the way, the way it's, it's cut. cut. Right. It's got to be styled yeah. to look that. And you have to have a nice wax in it to help control it and maintain mm. that throughout the day. I think that's a really good point is that I don't think a lot of men are using product on their beards. No, they aren't. And it's you know, we, it's just one of those things like you don't know what you don't know. So, and then finding the right product, I get that it's a sensitive issue because it's by your mouth. 
Right. You know, have you ever had a lipstick that mm-hmm. tasted gross? And it doesn't matter how good it looks. You don't want to use it. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's what's nice, I think, about our products because they don't have this strong synthetic aroma, mm-hmm. you know, and it's nice, more subtle and, and it's good. And so then whether you want it to be really shiny or more of a natural shine, you know, yep. I mean, we have products for all of those things. And it can be the same product that you're using in your hair. You know, it doesn't mean that you have to have a medicine cabinet full Mm -hmm. of product. Mm -hmm. Uh, But again, that's why I was saying before, it's just about using more of it. Let's talk a little bit about what a guest can expect when they come into Neroli to get their hair done. Mm -hmm. Especially, let's go through the men's experience. Okay. Well, I mean, it's an exciting time at Neroli because we are in the process of broadening our service experience for men at the location where I work. Mm-hmm. Um, so, uh, we're going to be introducing more of a barber type experience, but in general, when you come to Neroli, you know, it's a little bit lengthier experience at 30 to 45 minutes, depending on how frequently you come in. Um, but you know, you're, you're going to get tea or coffee and you also are just going to get more of a, um, you know, what I call a sort of um, lifestyle consultation, right. which is really what I perceive to be the, the greatest value in what we offer. You know, I mean, to me, getting a cup of coffee or a cup of tea and a scalp massage should be the expectation of any decent haircut. Right. But really, you know, what our designers, I think, do really well is they inquire about people's life and what they expect from their hair and how it's going to work together. Yeah, it's so important. It's so important. Mm -hmm. So like if you want to have your gray blended, are you going to be able to maintain an appointment every three weeks? That's you got to talk about that. You can't just put hair color on without a plan going forward. Right. Um, And, you know, I think sometimes people get concerned about the cost because, you know, it maybe is a little bit higher, but the value to me is so much greater because you come in, you get this amazing consultation, right? The haircut's well designed. It looks great on you. You don't have to think about your hair. You have to right. worry about it. You know what to put in, how much to put in, you know how long it's going to take you in the morning. And then once you're through all that, you can look in the mirror and be like, "Huh, I look pretty good." Right. <laughs> and that is worth, you know, I mean our haircuts start at $40. So like you know, maybe $5 more, maybe 10. So over the course of a year, it's an extra $100 on your hair. If you're getting your hair cut once a month or $120, it's not that much money to, I mean, hair really helps confidence. It does. Well, especially for a man too, because as a woman, we have all these other things we have. I mean, not that men don't have accessories and that kind of stuff, but we have makeup, we've got you know, fashion, we have all these other things that we put so much time into to change our looks or make us feel good about ourselves, where, you know, the hair is like a main thing for men, you know, to really feel confident. Oh, yeah. And I mean, you bring up a great point, because men are experiencing hair loss, concentrated hair loss at far greater levels than women are. Women still experience it. Mm-hmm. Um, so their hair is an area of sensitivity. Right. And so we talk about this, you know, do you have to have a ton of hair to get a great haircut or to look great? No. Right. I mean, but you still have to maintain it. You have to have it tailored. I mean, exactly. Clean. It looks really, yeah, it looks 
you know, if you have a receding hairline or just, you know, you're losing your hair, you can still make it look really clean and really good as long as you're keeping up with it. And I love that. I love, I mean, in this business in general, I love really serving people and helping them feel great about themselves. Tell me a little bit about how people can find you because now all these oh, guys boy. are going to want their amazing haircut with you. <laughs> that would be great. Come on in. Um, so, you know, I, I make this joke that I sort of have collected names over my life as an adult. Um, so in the salon, my name is Des. That's okay. been kind of the booking name that I've had since the since I started with Neroli 15 so years ago. funny? I think so many people, and I'm glad you brought this up because my name is Sydney, but that's not my real name. Yeah. So it's the weirdest thing because like when you're trying to promote your work online and everything, and then your friends from high school or wherever are like, who's Sydney? And you're like, <laughs> like it's me. That's my fake name for work, for booking purposes. And, and it's just so funny, I think. It know? is. And it's... clients are so confused by it too. Oh, sometimes they confused. find out your real name. And they're Have like, you ever had that? Who are you? Oh yeah. Well, my <laughs> my stage name yeah is a funny story because I'm just not one to like make things up in a vacuum. So okay. when I got hired with Neroli, I was talking to my husband at the time, like, oh my gosh, what am I gonna do for a name? And his nickname was so cool. I remember when I met him. And his name was Des. And I was like, what a cool name. And then I found out what his real name was. And I was like, oh, that's not as cool. <laughs> Can we just go with Des? <laughs> so I'm like, okay, it's going to be just the year I'm in school. So this wasn't actually right. when I got hired. It was my school year. Yes, I had I'm a like, fake name in school too. Okay. So I'm like, well, it'll just be for a year. Can I like borrow your cool name? Mm-hmm. So the joke is, then I get hired by Neroli, which is the same company. People may not know that. So no one even asked me. It was just like, well, you're Des. Des is your name. And then some years later, um, we got divorced very amicably. But (laughs) And I make the joke, he got the house and I got the name. (laughs) You're still going by the name. That's awesome. But I still am going by his nickname. So I feel kind of bad about that. That probably suits you better. All right. Yeah. (laughs) So then now I'm remarried. Um, So my real name is actually Lindsay. Okay. And Des, just cool of a name as it is, it doesn't really sound good with any last names. So now I just kind of use all my names. So you can find me on Instagram under Lindsay Des. Okay. And then you can find me on Facebook under Lindsay Summers Des Plains Stick. Oh I tried gosh. to get Des in there <laughs> and they were like, you have too many names. No, we're done. You're done. That's too many names. And Lindsay but with an E-Y or A-Y? A-Y. Okay. So I kept my first married name because I have kids. And like, uh, it's just when you're a mom, yeah. you know, it's hard to let that go. But also, practically mm-hmm. speaking, it's confusing for people sure. when you have a different last yeah. name. So I, I totally just, get that. So I can just use any name I want. You yeah. Know, I've got five of them to choose from in the course of the day. Yep. And you so, work at our East, East I Side location. I do work location. at the East Side location. So if anyone wants to make an appointment, they can give us a call and request Des. <laughs> yes, request Des. Yes. That'll that'll Go get you Des. farther. Yeah. Yes. And then look forward to um, some enhanced services coming from the East Side location in the next couple months. So it's still under works, but um, that should be coming too. So things like shaving and yes. um, facials and things like that for men in a barber Ooh. type experience, which could be Wish really I could great. come in for one. Well, you can. I mean, we have to. <laughs> I'll send we my need models. Yeah, I'll send you can my send husband in your husband and watch. Yeah. But yeah. No, it's going to be great. I'm excited. Cool. 
Well, thank you so much for joining me. Oh, thank you. Yeah, this, this is, is a really lot of fun. fun. I love podcasts, like I said, so <laughs> I feel so much now cooler you're, now. Now you're a pro. Thank you, Sydney. All right, it's thank great. you.